of Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Yeah, Dave. I am Dave. I'm Ralph. That's right. And this is our podcast. This is our ninth podcast in a row. We're showing no signs of stopping, <laughs> no signs of letting up, and we were brought in here by MJ himself. A little bit of thriller. Before he was as weird as he was at the end. Right. Yep. Before his nose fell off. Yeah, what happened there? Yeah, no, yeah. That was kind of weird. Uh, we're so glad you tuned in. Um, we, uh, a lot happened this week. It was a huge week. It was a huge week. We had trades, we had injuries, we had, uh, demoted quarterbacks. I've written more in my notebook this week than I have any other week. Wow, in your dream journal? I have a lot in my fantasy dream journal. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a lot of stuff. So a lot, a lot is going to be a theme, uh, because we have a a lot to unpack. Mm Mm-hmm. We have a lot to unwrap. A lot to unwrap. And guess what, Ralph? What? We have a lot to say about it. Uh, yep, I was singing a little bit of uh, Dave Matthews to my friend Dave Dvorak earlier uh, this week. Uh, so much to say, so much to say, yeah, so much to say. I love Dave Matthews. Oh, dude, me too. Are yeah. you serious? Actually, when I I see him every summer. When Did you know I, uh, this about me? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, every when, summer. In uh, in high school, I had a disc man because we didn't have iPads. Oh, yeah, right? disc man. So I had... Anti-skip technology? Right. Yes. I had a three uh, CD rotation to put me to sleep at night. Wow. Dave Matthews before these crowded streets. Big, yep. Uh, Beck Odelay. Okay. <laughs> and Prodigy, <laughs> Fat of the Land. <laughs> Prodigy? Yeah. That that doesn't put me to sleep. Oh, kind of scares no, me a it, little. You know, it it uh, it soothes you. Okay. Uh, so that that brought it back with your <clears throat> your so much to say text because I've been singing that the whole time. It doesn't take much to get a song stuck in my head. I'll be honest. Right. It just it just it just it's there. It's there. Yeah. It's not leaving. Dave, um, I had a I had a, okay. I have a couple of podcast moments. So you know, we started this podcast. We're excited to do it. We have a lot to say about fantasy football, so we figured, who cares if anybody listens? We're going we're gonna to go for it. Yeah, we do it for us. So I have a couple of things <clears throat> from other podcasts, you know, and I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out, but a couple of things. The first one is something I heard, unbelievably heard on another podcast that applied to something I said on our episode one. Is there a copyright infringement going on? Well, no, I'm not saying anything about said they, podcast, so no. Are they so stealing no. from us? Oh, are they stealing from yeah. us? No, that's crazy talk. Okay. Um, no, so I uh, so on on episode one we were talking about our greatest moments. It maybe in episode one it may have been when we were talking about Monday Night Football, and I talked about a moment in my memory where I went to bed being down by forty points mm-hmm. before a Monday Night game, and Michael Vick was playing that night, and I woke up the next day and I remember checking my phone and going, "Holy mackerel!" Right. I won because Vic had the game of his life. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening 
to a fantasy football podcast and they bring this up because somebody calls into this podcast and says, this was me versus my little brother nine years ago. And my little brother won because of this and still brings it up. And I thought, hey, that's me. That's my moment. And so it turns out that this Michael Vick moment was week 10 of 2010. Okay. It was Michael Vick for the Falcons versus the Redskins. And Michael Vick had 333 passing yards and four passing touchdowns to go with 80 yards on the ground and two rushing touchdowns. Mm. And I thought, that is it. That's the 50-plus game that gave me a victory that I still remember to this day 10 years later. Isn't that crazy? We are coming up on the 10-year anniversary for that. That's next week. Yeah, and it just it was just randomly mentioned. I was listening to it and asked ask my fiancé. It was written on our whiteboard in the kitchen because I heard it getting ready for school one morning. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's our moment. And I wrote it on the whiteboard so I wouldn't forget <laughs> to mention it because that's crazy, right? That's awesome. Here was my other one, and it's going to include – this is fun. This is going to include a little bit of a quiz for you. I like it. It's not a hard quiz. It shouldn't be. No pressure. Um, But here's the other thing. I was listening to a podcast today that would consider itself a professional podcast. Complete opposite of ours. Oh, well – well, that's my point I'm getting to. I, you know, <laughs> we don't want to toot our own horn. Like, I think we know what we're talking about, but here, here's going to be my point. All right. I listened to a podcast today while I was doing some dishes, and number one, this podcast dropped the F-bomb every five seconds. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm glad Dave and I don't swear on our podcast, or at least make an attempt to keep it clean. It's, I can tell you sometimes it's tough. It is tough. No, yeah. it's tough for me, too. Now, I'm a teacher, so all day long I have to keep resisting the urge to say bad words so you just want to let it out right i do and i and i you know i do to some extent but but uh definitely podcast wise i i feel like it's easier for me to rein it in because because that's what i do all day long but Mm. i was listening to the podcast and the first thing i thought listening to this this uh random professional podcast was boy they swear a lot and it seems like the f word is an easy out an easy laugh and i think if anybody finds us funny it's not going to be because of foul language. It's true. And I thought, there's a feather in our cap, Dave. Sure. Okay. The second thing was, they were talking about this guy in the league who's the worst player in their dynasty league or whatever. And how he, his, and his, they were going through his roster. And they were going through his running backs. And they were laughing in embarrassing fashion about how bad his running backs were. Okay. And the point I want to make with this was that they were they were acting like his running backs were somebody nobody even knows who they are. Like it was an embarrassment. Like who the heck are these guys? Right. So here's my quiz for you. Are All you right. ready? Yeah. I'm going to name you a running back. Mm-hmm. And my question for you is who is this guy? Meaning what team do they play for? Okay. And this should not be tough. Mm. And... Honestly, I mean, we're not cutting this up. We're not editing. No. So if you missed one of these, I guess that's that. Okay. But I, I was listening to this podcast thinking, what are they talking about? Like, they're acting like this is a guy who's nobody should know who it is. Right? Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I was born ready. All right. Are you sure? Wait. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, now you're ready. Okay. Name this guy. Who is this guy? Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines. Yeah, he's uh, a backup to uh, Mac in uh, in Indy. That's one. Well done. He's their pass catching specialist. 
this guy was calling him Neiman Hines. Okay, yeah. And wasn't kidding. He didn't know who he was. Was this the first time you ever heard this podcast? Or did um, you listen this, to these guys? This, no, this one was. This was the first time I listened to this one. But okay. they, they're also connected to a podcast I listen to a lot. And so it was just a weird moment because they, they kept saying Neiman Hines. And I thought, okay, number one, you're acting like this guy. Because I got to tell you, in startup dynasties where I am... Going zero running back because I prioritize other uh-huh. things in startup dynasties most of the time currently. Naheem Hines is a great target. Now, because the, the guy they're talking about sucks at, at fantasy football, did he call him Neiman Hines and that's why they're laughing, you think? They all called him Neiman Hines. No, I, no I listened hard. <laughs> they all, none of them knew what his real name was. Okay. And I've heard this, honestly, I've heard this on some others where people don't know how people's names are pronounced. And I thought, you know what? We're not experts. But we watch enough football to know how these names are pronounced and who these players are. Like Marietta? (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? We make fun of ourselves when we make a mistake. It's not the same thing. All right. So you're one for one. And I have six total. All right. All right. Number two. Jeffrey Wilson. Jeffrey Wilson. He's the fourth string. Actually, Jeffrey Wilson Jr. Fourth string running back, San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh, That's two for two. Okay. They acted like he was a used car salesman. They acted like who would ever know who this is. No, he got some playlists last year. Yeah, he's a valuable piece because nobody in that offense can stay healthy, and he's gotten some play. Okay, next, Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams. Yeah, he's a rookie, right, for the Rams. Uh, Incorrect. Who am I thinking? Oh, I'm thinking of Daryl Henderson. You're thinking of Daryl Henderson. Oh, yep. Daryl Williams is the Chiefs. There you go. Okay. Chiefs. Okay. Uh, we're gonna point. we're gonna yeah we'll I'll count that it. one. Technically point. that's wrong, but that was just a listening to it wrong. And I didn't prepare you for this at all. I'm just I'm just throwing it at you. Right. For if you ever need to do this to me, feel free. I, because you know we watch a lot of football. I right. will reciprocate. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Reggie Bonifan. He's uh, from the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. CMC's backup. He is. Nailed it. Number five, you ready? Yeah. Zach Zenner. Zach Zenner. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, actually, I have a buddy of mine who uh, knew Zach Zenner. Really? Know Zach Zenner. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know he was with Detroit mm-hmm. for a while. That was his main team. Yeah. Do yeah. you know where and, he is now? And now he's with the Cardinals. He sure is. That's another one. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, last one I got for you, DeAndre Washington. DeAndre Washington. Uh, Raiders. Yep, third string guy behind uh, Jalen Richard and uh, Justin J- or um, Jacobs. Justin Jacobs. Justin Jacobs. Yes, yeah, right. Oh, no, so not Josh Justin Jacobs. Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. I don't have Josh Jacobs anywhere. But see, do again, have, do you have? Justin I'll admit Jacobs if I make. But again, I'll Justin Jackson. I'll, again, I'll admit when I make his mistake. My point here is that this is a professional podcast, and they literally didn't act like they knew who these people were. Right. And I thought that was interesting. Is my only point. Yeah. Um, so that was my fun little quiz. I hope you, I hope you liked it. So I did. That was fun. What were your gut reactions from this week before we go game by game, Dave? Well, I, I always like to break down how I'm doing. Uh, I know you just do. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> I had a really good week. I mm. went. Me too. That grunting was me too. I'm Ooh, pointing me. to myself. Yeah. Yes. Was in. Good yes. game. Yes. I went 14 and six. Woo. It was a lot of fun. Uh, overall, I'm 95 and 76. 
Well, that's a that's over five hundred, Dave. Yeah, that's uh, well that's really good. So okay. in two leagues, I'm seven and one. Yep. In three, I'm six and two. In five, I'm five and three. Okay. Excuse me. Woo! Nice push. Oh, I feel good. Um, the uh, the thing that I I was expecting a lot to happen at the trade deadline, that was actually yesterday. The trade deadline passed. Yeah, it was yesterday. Wow, okay. So I was expecting a lot to happen, and uh, not a lot really happened. It actually happened before the trade deadline. Hmm. Yeah, Kenyon Drake happened pretty close. Yep. But that was about it, huh? Yep. Uh, Kenyon Drake is now a member of the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Zach Zenner. <laughs> oh, but you know what? Chase Edmonds. Yeah. He's got a real owie, and now he's he gone. Does. And as quickly as he came into my life, he's well, gone. He'll be Kaiser back. Soze. He'll be back. It's just that now uh, Johnson can't stay healthy. So right. once everybody's back, it's going to be a, a running back by committee, I, I feel. Yeah, it is. But you know what I think? Well, what's what's a real <laughs> bummer is I think for this week it will be Kenyon Drake. because oh, totally. I. But they're, aren't they playing? Who are they playing? The Niners? That's a rough matchup. They're playing Thursday night, tomorrow oh, night. Yeah, yeah, that's a rough matchup. Yeah, and so I, I, you know, I have him one place, and I, I don't think I can. So he's already, him. he's already got two things going against him. One, he's with a brand new team, and two, he's going up against one A or one B top defense in the league. Right. So, do not start Kenyon Drake. No, no, you really can't. And I was also uh, thinking AJ Green might go somewhere. But he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, there were some big names that could have been flying out, and they didn't. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Dalton will we'll stay with the Bengals. He's demoted. They're going to go with the rookie. So that should be interesting. You know where I'm holding Ryan Finley? I have no idea. Frozen. Are you? Super deep. That is pretty super deep. Um, and then... Not it, that I need him, but... Right. We'll see. You know, just Maybe he'll show something. And I actually heard somewhere that Dalton, um, there was a connection with Chicago. <laughs> that oh there was a goodness. chance it could have gone to Chicago. And then Trubisky would just be, uh, gone. Yeah, just dumpster fire. Mitch, please. I just noticed your Goonies shirt, by yeah, the way. Isn't that awesome? It makes my heart really happy. Yeah. And I didn't notice it I've had this now. shirt so long, there's a hole in the armpit. Oh, yeah. Those are the best shirts, oh, yeah. let's be honest. Oh, that's that's just That's just natural venting. Yeah. Okay, sorry to go off on a tangent. Hey, we're freshly shaved, too. That's right. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I get you. Um, you just gave us a yeah, no, yeah. Comment. Yeah, no, yeah, no. No, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Welcome yeah. to Minnesota um, with the yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, so, what about... Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know where I should save some of these for. I have so many things written down. I also, if, if you want me to keep going. You can go. You can keep uh, going. Sure. I was taking a look at some of the, the standout defenses so far up until now. And uh, obviously, New England and San Francisco, they're locked up. I mean, New England is... Yeah. There's something like running back 10. I mean, their points are comparable to running back Yeah, 10. there was something... It's insane. Uh, Romo said it. If the offense didn't score any points... They'd be like four and three. That's how many points their defense has scored. So least wow. least points per game given up. New England's at seven point six a game. San Francisco's at eleven, and my Vikings are at sixteen point five. Hmm. And then also with takeaways, uh, New England has had twenty five takeaways. They're plus seventeen. Jeez. Pittsburgh has has nineteen takeaways. They're plus ten. San Francisco and Carolina both have 16 takeaways. 
And New England, just to kind of emphasize just how good they are, they have a point differential of plus, you want to guess what their point differential is? 32. No. Too much. Like I got too excited. That means how many points they've scored more than their opponents. Hey, I know what it means. You don't have to talk to You're going to see you're going to say 32? Numbers are hard. It's, I, it's not the daytime. It's 180, I'm not li- 189. Oh. They've outscored their opponents by 189. Wow. Oh, total. Are you throwing stuff at me now? Through eight um, games. And okay. two shutouts. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, I have them in, in your league, Emperor. Mm-hmm. I have them. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you. I would not be what am I five and three? I would not be five and three without no, them. Sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Third place feels good with a defense that can carry me a little bit. Yeah, it does. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Um, what about so <laughs> some another non-football related thing? Okay, Jacksonville trolling Sam Darnold. So as we know on ESPN, mic'd up. He was seeing ghosts. Yes. Did you see what Jacksonville did? Yes. They were playing the Ghostbusters theme. Mm. The fans were wearing ghost outfits. And their mask came out in the sheet. And yeah. they were playing highlights of him getting destroyed by New England. Yeah. It it's mean. I mean it's mean. The kid the kid's 21. I know. And he had the worst game ever, and and he showed how out of his element he was on national television, and then the next team just trolled him hard. I mean, oh if, my gosh! If they didn't do that, their marketing department should be fired. I mean, right around Halloween, it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, it was. Awesome. And and Darnold was not. Darnold wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't bad like he was against New England. Right. But uh, it was certainly it was certainly something. It was yeah, certainly something. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was that was pretty fun. Um. <clears throat> And, you know, I've got some specific things. We'll save those to when we get to the leagues and when we get to the games. But I just, um, can we get back, can I, can I get back to my drama from last week and give you the, I teased it. You did touch on it, yes. And I'm wondering, can I give you the scenario? Give and us the then synopsis. I'll give you the quick, I'll, I'll make it as quick as I can. You can give me your opinion. Help yourself, there's more in the fridge. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then you know, we can move on from it. But, you know, it was... Honestly, I had more drama in a sleeper league this this past week, just in the last couple of days. Um, but here was the drama from last week. Let's hear it. So I got called out out of the blue in a league where I am O and I believe I'm O and eight. I'm O and eight now. Oof. And but as I've said in sleeper leagues where it's it's a startup, you know, I am not prioritizing. This year, so I basically have no running backs. So is this a startup or did you? It's, it was it? a start. It was okay. a startup. This okay. was a startup, and I prioritize. I do not prioritize running backs you, at all. No, you do not at all. So I'm going for young wide receivers. You know, it's super flex. So I'm going for young quarterbacks, and so my teams will not perform year one. Now, that being said, in the startup, <clears throat> I. And Kurt and I talk about this a lot because he and I do a lot of sleeper leagues and we were in contact this spring during a lot of uh, sleeper leagues because he and I prioritize um, quarterbacks quite a bit. Quarterbacks, young wide receivers, ignore running back. And then we get we get a lot of flack from the other guys in the league about 
you know, oh, you're so, you know, oh, you're so dumb. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, you're not going to be able to start. Oh, when are you going to take a running back? Oh, you're not taking a running back yet? Yeah, I bet this picks a running back, blah, blah, blah. Getting a lot of flack, right? Now, I can't help myself. I, I let it get to me, and I simply respond with, and and I know because the guy recently screen had the screenshot of what I said in spring saved so he could send it back to me. What I said was basically, I'm a very experienced player. Mm. You don't have to worry about my strategy. You can worry about your own team. I've never missed the playoffs, even in a rebuilding year, which is mostly true. Um, <laughs> but, you know, startups, startups are different. But I said, you know, I don't miss the playoffs. And, you know, my, my running backs are James White, who's going to be a PP, who has a PPR floor for uh-huh. the Patriots. And I said, um, you know, I may have said something like, you know, Mike Davis, you know, this is before the draft. So Mike Davis, who's going to be the running back, you know, guy for, you know, whatever for the, for the Bears, some things like that. And I may have come across as a little cocky, but I was defending my strategy because I was being attacked. Gotcha. This was in spring. I move on with my life. All of a sudden, I'm 0-7 a couple weeks ago, and this guy says, Hey, our three dog, <laughs> not doing so well now, huh? Blah, 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 blah. And he is calling me names, and he's swearing at me, and he is being like, Well, maybe you shouldn't have this, maybe you shouldn't have that. Yeah. And I'm simply responding with, because I, I know how this works. First of all, I don't want to say anything that's going to work against me in any way. Right. I'm a teacher. Like, I'm not, I don't want to say anything I'm going to regret. Sure. But I'm also thinking I'm going to kind of kill this guy with kindness. So I'm basically saying, what did I say that was so cocky? And he sends me this screenshot and tells me. I was like, well, I was defending my strategy for because I was being attacked. So I'm not sure what it is that you're so riled up about. Like, why is it now that you need to whatever? And he keeps coming at me. He's calling me names and stuff. And I, and I say, do you have real people like in people in real life you can trash talk with as opposed to attacking people on the internet that you don't even know like it seems a little strange now is this in group chat or is it in this is in the group this is is, okay this is to the world all right and then what really blew my mind is that the commissioner then comes in oh because basically i blocked this guy okay because i said to myself self you're 37 and you don't need to deal with people that are toxic right and so I said, so I said things like, sorry if I was cocky, I was defending my team, didn't mean to offend anybody, thanks as always for your input, good luck with the rest of the year, block. Yeah. And then, of course, it, it's talked about, you know, commissioner, did you block so-and-so? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, that seems a little mature, you're, t- you're talking about being an adult, and I said, Jesus. and I said, well... Let me explain something to you. I'm 37 and I'm not going to deal with somebody who's toxic. Like he's bad news. So I don't need to block him. He has the right to say whatever he wants via the first amendment. I'm a big fan of the first amendment. I have the right to not listen to it and Mm -hmm. block him. That's why that exists. You know, I'm so then these other guys in the league, couple of them start coming to my defense. Nice. Well, he's getting attacked. This guy is attacking him for no reason. Like, of course, blah, 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 blah. Right. The commissioner then is calling people names. Wow. And calling me immature and calling me this and calling me that. Well, I just need a cohesive league. Why don't you just unblock him so we can all get along? And I said, unblocking him is not a use of my time. There's no point in that. I got lots of good people in my life. I met a lot of people on Sleeper that are pretty awesome. Mm. 
don't need to interact with this guy. Wow. And I've blocked three people now on Sleeper who are just absolutely toxic. And so the commissioner gets into it. This other guy ends up blocking the commissioner, defending me. And it's just this whole big thing. And it just kind of blew my mind because I just, I just kept thinking in 2019, the anonymity of talking behind the internet username, mm-hmm. it's too free. Because I got to tell you, nobody in this situation would be saying this to my face. Right. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't. It's a bunch of internet it tough guys. Internet yes. tough guys. Yeah. Internet tough guys. So that's a bunch of drama. And then, then I have a trade one that's trade related that I'll deal with later. Yeah. But that was from last week that I, that I teased. You know, in every league that I'm in that I don't know the people. Mm-hmm. So like a sleeper league and a couple on uh, fan tracks too. Everybody is like cheering everybody on. You know, and yeah. everyone and we, most people are so cool. Yeah, we talk about right. our leagues we have, bounce trade ideas off each other. I mean, it's it's awesome. So I've never actually experienced anything like this before. There have been some real bullies <laughs> on there, which I just think is unbelievable. I'm thinking That's I'm crazy. an adult. I don't put up with this. Wow. And I was telling somebody the story the other day, you know, when Claire met my friends for the first time, mm-hmm. like my best friends. When they left, she said, you know, wow, you really surround yourself with good people. And I said, uh, yeah, I'm 35. Why would right. I spend time with people who are terrible? Right. Well, there you go. You know, I mean, because that doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm not I'm not in elementary school. I'm not going to hang out with people that are <clears throat> bad for me. Yeah. So anyway, so that was the drama from last week that was um, kind of ridiculous. And it just kind of ruins the whole experience. And, and if, you know, if nothing else, I can't remember... If that was a free league or not, I think it was a little bit of money in that league. But I just thought, what is the point of you being awful to a stranger? Yeah. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Anything else you want to go through, uh, Dave, before we go game by game? I did want to touch on some Oh, yeah, you got some rookie stuff. Yeah, I got some rookie stuff. Let's hear it. uh, It's always fun to see kind of, you know, the midway point uh, to see how some rookies are doing. Sure. <laughs> so well, because it can go either way. Right. They can either start really strong mm-hmm. and fizzle. I yes. mean, I remember Calvin Ridley started super hot, mm-hmm. and then boom. Yeah. And then other guys take some time to warm up. So, like, right. yeah, what do you got? Yeah, so I, I've got a you know a couple offense, couple defense. So we're gonna we're gonna go that route. It's possible. I think I know who you're going to talk IDP. Oh, I'm so excited. I just got goosebumps. I'll save him for last. Okay, all right. I'll save him for last. Okay. First, obviously, I've got Josh Jacobs. Um, Bell Cow. So he's gone for 620 yards so far with four touchdowns. Um, And he's averaging 4.4 yards his last four games per carry. More importantly, over 20 carries a game, right? Right. I mean, that's the important yes. thing. Because a rookie is, running back getting the work, yes, huge. He is the bell cow. Yep. And, I mean, that was identified when he came into the league, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also the only rookie running back in the top 20 in rushing. Okay. Which is awesome. So uh, It's good for your all-rookie Yeah. Or I your mean, all-rookie team. Yeah. Yeah. Which I haven't won yet. <laughs> <laughs> so much for that. We'll get there. Mm. Um, and then I have Terry McLaurin, who uh, has just been awesome. Uh, 28 catches, 458, and five touchdowns. He's got the big play potential. Well, he's had an off couple weeks, but he mm. has a lot of air yards that aren't being realized. And like even, even against uh, Minnesota, like he had a lot of targets, yep. a lot of deep targets, and they just haven't quite... 
I mean, the quarterback play is really. Right. I mean, yeah. Dwayne Haskins is not ready, and so hopefully Casey. <laughs> Quote me on this. Hopefully, Case Keenum <laughs> is coming back. Well, the way they were talking, that I mean, the Haskins might be getting the go this week. Okay. Uh, and also, McLaurin has had three seventy-plus yard plays already this season. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, he's a beast. Uh, I also mentioned DK Metcalf. Uh, Twenty-three Woo! catches, four hundred two yards, four touchdowns, two TDs his last game. Uh, and Wilson is really relying on him now. He's he's gaining his trust, which is awesome to see. So he's well, a legit. I, I have to start him this week, so yeah. hopefully that'll continue. So he's actually turning into a legit number two after Lockett, which who, uh, who let me have him in which Roman? Is fun to see. I don't know because that was a mistake. I, I still remember that conversation we had. I'm glad you took mm. it. I um, had to. And then on to quarterbacks, Gardner Minshew. Mm. I'm uh, gonna put him at the best of the the three. 17, or I'm sorry, 1976 yards passing, 13 touchdowns versus two interceptions. Foles lost his job, right? You know, How can they put Foles in? I mean, if, well, right? if you look at it, he's had a couple great games, but he's had a couple stinkers too. But have they really been any more stinkers than Foles would have done? I mean, he seems like he's coming in and managing things well. I don't I'm, know. I'm just saying that. I, I mean, don't know. Um, they're right around 500 though. So yeah, it, and they're paying Foles, so you'll yeah. They'll so they should give him a chance. They're I guess, gonna get but... yeah. Foles will come back and do okay. his job. Also, Kyler Murray, uh, nineteen eighty eight passing yards, seven touchdowns, four interceptions. He's been sacked. You want to guess how many times? <laughs> You're really good at this. <laughs> Seventy times. Close. Twenty six. <laughs> well, that's not as many as seventy, Dave. <laughs> So he's got to get more support from his line. Yep. His running backs are always hurt. So um, he'll come around. Top pick. I mean, he'll... he's clearly good. If he had a better yeah. supporting cast around him, he'd right. be dominating. Because that, that line is bad. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the, the weapons. Yep. He's clearly good. And then uh, to round it out, Daniel Jones. I mean, playing in New York is is bad enough. You know, you've got the media. You've got all that. Um, I mean, he has shown times where he's been pretty good uh, but he's also shown times where it's it's you know he's a rookie yeah but I couldn't believe he showed up like he did against the Lions this yeah. week I mean that was incredible that was a fun game to watch so he's got I mean he and Minshew kept me alive and frozen yeah. I mean in uh, guillotine right yeah for sure he's got 14 66 passing 10 touchdowns 7 interceptions huge uh, but not every rookie running back has a Saquon Barkley behind him so that definitely helps That's true uh, moving on to defense, I only have two. Josh Allen is the first one. Um, he's been a lot of fun to watch, actually, with Jacksonville. You just want me to get to the next guy. <laughs> oh, you know I do. Uh, but Allen's had 23 tackles, seven sacks, and two forced fumbles. So he's been a, he's been a force. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Who's the next one? Last guy Who's the next got, one? Um, is it Joey Bosa? No, it's Nick Bosa. <laughs> Nick Bosa! So, O-H-I-O! Okay. You done? I, I think so. All well, right. yeah, I think so. So, alone, just in the last four weeks since the bye, here's what he's done. Six sacks. Oh, I remember. Nine tackles for loss. And a sick-ass interception last week. Did you see that you saw the interception? Oh, I did. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. Oh, my goodness. I'm so... Oh. Mm, okay, I traded Lamar Jackson for him to yeah. Justine, yeah. 
And it felt like, I mean, you remember the quote I said to her? I said, I'm giving you a starting, young, running quarterback for a defensive end. Accept it before I change my mind. That was my exact quote. Yeah. And look what happened. Of course, Lamar Jackson's great. Don't get me wrong. And Justine's still in first place. But Nick Bosa is everything I hoped he would be. <laughs> it's so great. I mean, the cream rises to the top. I mean, that line has so many studs on it. And he's just, I mean, he's dominating. Yeah. I mean, sack after sack after sack, an interception for a defensive end. Oh, my goodness gracious. And I'm starting Armstead this week, too. So I in figured... Froze, in uh, Westeros. I figured that'd be a good uh, way to end it for you. Makes my heart happy. 51-13. Go Niners. Thrashed them. 49ers without Kaepernick dominating. I'll cheer for them all day long. <laughs> They've been without him for couple years yeah and i wouldn't cheer for them if they had him so when they have when they don't have him i'll cheer for him okay um game by game you ready ready for this yeah you start us off because the thursday night game was red skins vikings i'm sorry i don't recognize that sound yeah or oh it's a horn of some sort the gala horn i mean is that good? Okay, whatever. That was Close like enough. a weird Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> it was like a yodel. <laughs> All right, Dave, give it to us. So, Redskins, Vikes. Sometimes it's okay to win ugly as long as you win. Fair enough. It was a Thursday night game. Not a lot of time to prepare. They were without Thielen. With his hammy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was their fourth straight win. Dalvin Cook, again. I mean, some people, you're going to roll your eyes, but people are having him in the discussion for MVP. No, he's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I'm not rolling my eyes. I'm only rolling my eyes because I don't have him anywhere. Okay. He's as good as anyone could have ever hoped. I'm not I'm not discrediting him at all. I mean, all. this is what they've realized when they It's did. not like Austin Eckler right. where I think he shouldn't be that good. Yeah. Delvin Cook is good. This is what they drafted. I mean, the first 2 years he's been injury plagued. Um but now he's healthy and he's actually showing what he can do. 171 total yards and the game's only touchdown. 98 rushing, 73 on 5 receptions just amazing um cousins was his most efficient ever 23 for 26 for 285 if you do the math teach that's 88 percent that's pretty good pretty good and i heard a different stat he had the pointiest face on the field is that true yeah huh I heard that he had 99% pointiness of Kinda his like face. Kind of like a goblin face? Yeah, so there was that as well. To fit with our Halloween There was theme. that as well. He was a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, if we ever do a highlight, do you think we'll get far enough to do a highlight reel? Because that's on it. Maybe, maybe somebody... <laughs> maybe... <laughs> Maybe some week when one of us can't make it, we just put together clips. <laughs> Tune in to highlights from Troops Right with Ralph and Dave. 
16 listeners, would you like to hear highlights of what you haven't heard already? Vote for your favorite highlights. Um, So continuing. Diggs. Diggs. Oh, my God. Seven for 134. Wasn't he mad? He didn't like Cousins? Did he just... He he talked crap enough on him you that now what? he gets thrown to. It is amazing what winning will do. I guess, yeah, I yeah. guess <laughs> it uh, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, Madison even had sixty one yards rushing. Mm-hmm. Um, now the only thing I could see with this game is Elfline on the line. They moved him to guard from center. Really? Yeah, because they drafted the the rookie. I don't remember. Elfline's a Buckeye, you know. Yeah, well, of course he is. They have Bradbury at center now. So, um, who was it? I forget the guy's name. But uh, it just was destroying him. And he had like three holding penalties. And poor Madison is running hard. Are you talking about Payne? No. Are you talking about uh, Kerrigan? No, the other guy. Well, I'm out of my... Iodonis? Iodonis. Okay. All right. right. Um, Nailed it. Third time's a charm. So Madison, he had a run where he's throwing people off of him, mm-hmm. breaking tackles. He broke like six tackles. Yeah, he's incredible. And it was called back. Oh. And then he, it happened again, and Elfline had another holding penalty. Um, so, I mean, he is just getting destroyed well, in he's, the run game. I mean, he is easily startable. I mean, Madison is start. Madison oh, not, is startable. not Elfline. No, no, Elfline is not startable. Uh, Madison startable. Yeah, and also yeah. the the total yardage yardage in the game, the Vikings had four thirty four to the Redskins two sixteen. Okay. Um, and I mean Keenum actually was was doing pretty well this game. Yeah. It's just when they got into the red zone, the the Vikings red zone defense was money. Um, and what I don't get. Is uh, Peterson was running pretty well. Yeah, he was plugging along 14 for 76. It but was the problem plotting, was when but... they got into the red zone, they got away from Peterson and they wanted to try to pass it. I, I don't like that yeah. game plan. You no. you stay with Stick the with works. Yeah, you stay with the date that got you there. Isn't that what the quote is? Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. But they're getting guys back soon. Apparently yeah. he's about ready to play. Okay. Full participant practice, um, I think. And then Keenan went ahead and smacked his head, so he's out. And then Haskins comes in. I heard an interesting thing about Haskins. That, you know, he was a one-year starter at Ohio State, and yeah. he was amazing. But, you know, the other one-year starter he's now going to be compared to is Trubisky, and Trubisky is mm. looking real rough. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, you know, one-year starters in college <laughs> just aren't ready. Yeah. And it's, you know, at least Haskins isn't having to start right away, but it certainly seems like... Uh, certainly seems like he's not ready, even with his former teammate Terry McLaurin on the other yeah. side. You know, running, you know, running around. I mean, he so. was he was overwhelmed in this game. It was yeah. not good. He was only three for five, thirty three, one interception, two sacks. I mean, they they really should have brought Colt McCoy in and just realized Haskins needs to be brought in when he's ready for it yeah. against a bad defense and let Colt McCoy suffer. You was know? Mc, is he healthy? Was he McCoy? Yeah. As far as I know, oh. and yet, there he was. And the only thing else I have from this game, uh, there was a really cool moment at the two-minute warning at the end of the game when they recognized AP. Um, oh, because it was in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he uh, passed uh, LT and Bettis for sixth all-time in rushing. Nice. So they had a, a really nice moment where they recognized him and everybody stood up. and It's good. Yeah, he got a little emotional. Very nice. So that was fun to see. 
Very nice. All right, so these quick hitters, that one took forever. Let's go a little quicker, huh? It, it always happens. It's no, my, I know. It's the Vikings. We start with the Vikings. Yeah. I understand. Um, Bengals, oh, Ram- Beng- <laughs> Bengals Rams. Um, Mixon was saved by a receiving touchdown, mm-hmm. um, you know, 17 for 66, <clears throat> and then four catches with a touchdown. Meh. Um, Erickson, again, was six for 97. Uh-huh. He's... You know, he's just the guy that's there and healthy catching the underneath stuff. It's just nothing that great. Eifert, as long as he's healthy, he'll be fine. Six for 74. Boyd, six for 75. These are all just very mediocre, which is what's leading to them after, because they have their bye this coming week. Yes. And so then after the bye is going to be Ryan Finley. So this is all leading to that. And Um, hopefully A.J. Green. And hopefully A.J. Green, although... You know, I, the one place I had him, I traded him away for Chris Carson, which makes me look like a genius. And so it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side, Henderson and Gurley basically split carries. Now, Gurley had the touchdown. Right. You know, Gurley just looks not like himself. Even, I mean, on, even on that touchdown, I mean, he ran really slow. Doop, 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 yeah. doop, 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 doop. Doop, 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 doop. That's pretty much what I hear when I see Gurley running. And so I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, it's probably time to sell. You know, I sold him in Frozen a long time ago. Mm. Haven't sold him in Emperor. It's probably too late. You're trying. I mean, I, I posted it and I heard 20 free agent dollars. I'm like, okay, yeah, great. So that's not serious. The Moscow Mule, Cooper Cup with seven for 220 and one. That's mm. insane. He's the target. He'll He'll keep getting fed. So Rams win. Say it with me, double reverse flea flicker. That was good. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Oh my that gosh. was a lot. There was a lot to that for that sure. That was awesome. They uh they should run more trick plays. I think that would uh But how often, I mean, if you run a double reverse flea flicker too often, it's gonna lose all its luster. Well, they can do other trick plays. I mean Like a single reverse flea sure. flicker? Yeah. Yeah. Or a flea flicker without a reverse, <laughs> or a flea flicker reverse, and or go. or just a reverse. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Seahawks, Seahawks Falcons. Well, I did have one more note. No, we're thing. moving on. No, one more note. Okay, it's, sorry, it's I actually, got excited. It's a pretty cool note. Let's hear it. Um, Andrew Whitworth, the Rams left tackle. Yep. Uh, he played with the Bengals for eleven seasons. <laughs> he has now become the twelfth player. In the history to earn a victory as a starter against all 32 teams. Nice. That's pretty special. Brady's one of them. Is No, because he hasn't competed against... He hasn't beat the Patriots. The Patriots. Yeah. So, so who was... There was another guy I was thinking of. Well, anyway. I don't know. All right. Your turn. Seahawks, Falcons. What Seahawks, do you got? Falcons. Let's go. Got? Seahawks led this game 24-zip at halftime. Uh, Matt Schaub... Never thought I'd say this, but Matt Schaub led a comeback to almost win the game. He com- he threw fifty two passes. He had to. <laughs> yep. I mean, it was ridiculous. Fifty two passes for four hundred and sixty yards, touchdown and uh, interception. Uh, they only had sixty nine yards rushing, um, but plenty of receptions. Jones had ten for one fifty two. Freeman with 8 for 63. Gage was 7 for 58. Yeah, we had a, a couple Gage sightings in this game. Interesting. Hooper, Hooper was the one to own. He had the touchdown, 6, 65, and 1. Ridley even with 4 of 70. Uh, but the game never should have been this close. Right. Yeah. Brian um, Hill had a touchdown. He did. And there were a lot of people with Brian Hill in deep fantasy, in deep dynasty leagues. In super deep. Yeah. 
Yeah, I picked then, him, uh, I had dropped him and then picked him up again in Frozen. Yeah. So he's actually on my team now. Nice. Not that it matters. Yeah. So Seattle's now 4-0 on the road, and Atlanta's been outscored 144-50 to in the first half, and they've faced six double-digit halftime deficits. Woo, boy. Yuck. Do you want to talk about Seattle's rushing? Well, well, the, well yeah, I mean, Carson is incredible, yeah. and I love it. And Penny getting some getting some spots. Exactly. I was super, Penny was another guy who could yeah. have been traded. Um, but he wasn't, but Carson seems like he's the guy. But I was also, I was going to mention, you know, DK with the one touchdown, just Wilson catching the Falcons, not paying any attention where they weren't even set. And he goes, Oh, we're going to do this. And so it was the easiest touchdown DK Metcalf will ever catch Mm -hmm. because he's just standing there like, Oh, I'll catch. I mean, his muscles meant nothing. And so that was incredible, and I and I think the the commentators even said like how many how many defensive assignments are the Falcons going to blow this game because here we are it's terrible so it was terrible. Uh, moving on, Eagles Bills. So ugh, Howard again twenty three for ninety six and one. That was the rough. <laughs> now Miles Sanders was great, uh-huh. except he was great. He was efficient, though. It was three for 74 and one, and then three for 44 through the air. So it was not a lot of touches, no. but he did a lot with them. Now right. he had a shoulder injury, but it sounds like he's fine. Yes. Ertz versus Dallas Goddard is confusing and scary because, you know, I've got both of them in many places, but I don't know who I'm supposed to start at this point because Ertz is not getting the opportunities. Dallas seems like he's catching a touchdown every yeah. game. So they both had – Ertz had two for 20, Dallas had three for 22 and a touchdown, and it seems like that's been the line. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I think in Frozen I'll play both of them and bench Hawk, I guess, although Hawk has a ridiculous amount of targets for a rookie tight end. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do. It's very frustrating. I feel like Ertz <clears throat> needs to come back. You know, it should be positive regression for him. Sure. The Bills were sad all, all around. Mm-hmm. I mean – Allen, he ran. Singletary was underused. John Brown, 5 for 52. It was just a sad Bills game all around. Like, what are they doing, basically, is what I came up with. Yeah. Anything else for that one? Uh, Yeah. um, Boston Scott vultured a touchdown. Boston Scott. It could have went to uh, Howard. It could have went to Sanders, but it was Boston Scott. With a rushing touchdown? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. The Eagles. They, they have I mean, he's won. mainly returned kicks for them. They want to get him more involved in the run game. So that's, Why? that's great for Howard and oh Sanders. Oh, my gosh. Get rid of Howard. Just bury everybody but Sanders. One of my favorite lines of the bury day. Bury them, Dave. One of my favorite lines, Nelson Aguilar. Ugh. Four receptions for seven yards, and his longest reception was seven yards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not a good yeah, sign. Yeah, the Bills only had 45 rushing yards. Yeah, it was... But Singletary did have that fun high step and touchdown. Yeah. That was that was fun to watch. He did, but he's underused. He and is. they And I don't understand, like, retire... Frank Gore, go away. Just give Singletary the touches yeah. and let's see what he's got. Uh, Chargers Bears. You know, nobody <laughs> loses a game like like the Bears on a missed field goal. Like, Cody Parkey, he's gone. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 
they'll mm. still lose. So mm. what do you think about this one? It was just a sad real-life game for the Bears. Yep. You know, the um, Chargers don't deserve to win ever. I know. And yet here they are. So as a Vikings fan, I always cheer for whoever plays the Bears, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so I cheered for the, the Chargers. But when you have a, a bad Bears team and you have a bad Chargers team, you're going to have a bad game. Yeah. It was, it was just a mess. But at least um, Montgomery, I mean, he showed up. He did. He, he had himself a game. It was big. Best game yet. 27 rushes, 135 and a touchdown. Um, no other player had uh, more than 10 rushing yards. Now, of course, you know, some of the things I listened to wanted to say, well, he had a 50-plus yard run. Doesn't matter. You take that away, and he had 26 for 80. Well, you know what? No, that's not how it works. No. That's not how it works. You include the big runs. We also had a Melvin Gordon rushing touchdown to report. <laughs> Which helped me in Empire. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Bailed out 8 for 31 and a touch. The one thing I noticed also, um, questionable play calling by the Bears. Yeah, it's been bad. Real bad. When they took the knee at the end to kick the field goal, instead of trying to get more yards for Eddie Money, or whatever they call him, Pinero, I don't know. And then he missed it, and the Bears lose. It felt, in that moment, it felt like... They were just basically saying, we're not getting any more. No, Put it they, on the kicker and that's They that. didn't trust Trubisky. That's what it was. Right. They um, didn't. And uh, Nick's uh, older brother had two sacks. Joey Bosa got in there with two sacks. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, But I haven't successfully traded for him, so it means nothing to me. Yeah. Um, the drops are bad. Mike Williams had some drops that were really embarrassing. Yeah, and Keenan was... Allen had a touchdown in his hand, it just went through his hands. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I mean, Keenan Allen's was embarrassing. Um, Mike Williams is. We've kind of gotten used to him being the guy who drops passes, mm-hmm. but boy, I don't know. Philip Rivers has got to be frustrated because I mean, they won the game, but what is he supposed to do? Yikes! All right, Giants, Lions, Danny Dimes. 28 for 41, 322 and 4. Tate as the safety blanket, uh-huh. 8 for 85. Saquon, 9 for, nine for six, 19 for 64 and 8 for 79 and 1. That was a huge game for Saquon. Evan Ingram with a touchdown. Love to see that. Darius Slayton, my boy. Ooh, yeah, it was my nice. My boy, who I traded for in uh, Frozen a while ago with two touchdowns. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um you know, the Lions defense that, you know, they could have been playing Darius Slay against Darius Slayton. That would have been pretty fun, but they, but they ended up I not because, because Slay was injured. So Ty Johnson, you know, he was the big waiver wire guy. <laughs> Nothing. Nope. Trey Carson, I guess, was decent, but not really. Stafford had another good game, 342 uh-huh. and three with a touchdown. Amendola was the safety blanket for, for, uh, for Stafford, eight for 95. Kenny G had a huge game, 6 oh. for 123 and 2. Um, I picked up Amendola in Roman, the PPR that I'm trying to repeat in, because yeah. I figured, you know, he could be a big PPR. You know, I'm, I'm trying to decide. I feel like Metcalf's the smarter play this mm-hmm. week with Thomas on by, but it was, a, it was worth the pickup for sure. Um, so, yeah, all in all, it was a game that was very uh, – you know, back and forth, not a lot of great defense. It's kind of what you thought. Yeah. Lions won. Any other thoughts? Well, this was the game I was hoping Galladay would have had last week when I 
lost in guillotine. Yeah, I'm sure. Jesus. <laughs> well, you had bad luck all around. Uh, and then the only thing is, as a team, the Lions only averaged like two yards a carry, so Stafford had to throw the ball. Yeah, he did. I mean, he had no choice. They couldn't run. They're just a bad running team, and that's that. Yeah. And so they're going to have to throw, which is good for all parts of the passing game, but... You know they're just not they're not a running they're not a running team. Should we move on next game? Jets Jags, Jags Jets. start us off. Oh Minshew looked pretty good. Minshew. The stash went for two seventy nine three touchdowns. Gardner mustache. Uh, Fournette. I mean, he's I have him in a couple leagues. He's and big and he's catching the ball too. Yeah, seventy six rushing, sixty receiving on seven catches. So it's a yeah, you it's have great. Him in PPR league, it's awesome. Definitely. Um, and then with this one, Didi and Marquise Lee both were out. Um, Didi got hurt. Marquise Lee's on the uh, IR now. Well, so Didi they, got hurt early too. Yeah, that killed yeah. me in me Frozen, too. Or in uh, Laker. So they had to lean on Conley, who went four for one hundred three and a touchdown, and Chark. 679 and a touchdown. DJ and we had a Chark do 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 DJ Chark do 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 do. Oh, he kept it going. Yeah. I, I was watching that game for a while. He wasn't getting anything. He was getting targets. He couldn't come down with them. And when he came out with that final line, I was like, yes, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. And then we had a, a Keelan Cole sighting with the other touchdown. Again, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's getting it. Uh Ryan Griffin with the two touchdowns. So do you think when Chris Herndon's back that that's going to go to him or are they going to – Split it, and it's gonna be too hard to predict. I think they wanted to go to Herndon because they've they've had it built up, and even Darnold said once Herndon is back, they're gonna be unstoppable. His words, but he may have been seeing ghosts when he was saying that. I'm yeah, unstoppable sure. is an interesting. Yeah, maybe he should. Herndon yeah, completes their offense. I mean, Herndon Herndon's a beast, he but is. he's got. I be... mean, you you would think that Ryan Griffin would take a back burner too. I mean, I would I would hope, but who knows. Ryan Griffin's a he's a jag. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. <laughs> jag, just a guy. Well done. Uh Card Saints. So the Cardinals were bad. Chase Edmonds got hurt, which was sad. Yep. Clay was the big you know, Charles Clay was the big big guy with three for eighty eight, which is weird. Uh Kirk is clearly a big part of the offense. He was huge targeted. Good to be healthy again. Yeah. Eight for seventy nine. He had a rush of nineteen, so that was good. But the but the real story here is on the Saints side. Drew Brees Welcome back early. Did it surprise you he came back the week before the bye? He he actually said that this was the week he wanted to come back. He was eyeing this week. But it makes no sense because they won with Teddy. Right. So like Kamara sitting this week, he'll sit for the bye and then he'll be back totally healthy. Why wouldn't Brees just take another week Honestly, off? Honestly, think about it. You have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay, fair enough. If he wants to come back in week eight, you let him you do let whatever let him he come wants. Back in week eight. You let him do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's the. I mean. I, I uh, saw a thing on ESPN where when he goes into a huddle, you know, he takes the knee. Whether they're down by 10 or they're up by 20, it's the same intensity in every huddle, oh, in so every good. game. Oh, and I've, I just, I, I love him. And I had never had him on a team before until I traded with you in yeah, Frozen, and it welcome. makes my heart so happy. Welcome. Without Mahomes, like, I needed that. So, um, so yeah, Breeze back. I mean, he was great. 373-3 and three with one interception. Um, Latavius Murray, has he earned the split with Kamara? So 21 for 102 and one, and he had, um, he had a, a minor amount through the air. But when Kamara comes back, is it going to be the Kamara show? Yes. Okay. So Murray is, was a placeholder. Yes. Okay. They went up against the Cardinals. Well, sure. Yeah. Sure. 
Um, I mean, I'm hoping for my own sake it's the Kamara show. Me as well. I don't have Murray anywhere, nope. but I just wondered because he's played well. Um, Michael Thomas is just so consistent. 11 for 1, 12 and 1. I mean, every single week it's over 10 catches, over 100 yards, and usually a touchdown. It's yeah. incredible. If you have him in a PPR, it is money in the bank. Oh, I love it so much. I love it so much. Um, and then Taysom Hill, you know, if he wasn't there, everybody else, all the other players would get so many more opportunities. It's true. But he's fun to watch. And I hate him, but I love him. Yeah. You know, and he's got that big goofy grin on his face. Like he does every single time he does something. <laughs> he's returning kicks. He's in there on the Wildcat. He's yeah. catching touchdowns. I mean, he's uh, he's a baller. He's a lot of fun to watch. He's a baller. Yeah. He had nine catches for 55 and a touchdown. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What more can you say? If there's nothing else there? I do have one thing. Yep. Uh, IDP alert. Alert, alert, IDP alert. alert! Uh, Buda Baker. We don't mention Buda Baker. This might be his first mention. Well, he's not an Ohio State Buckeyes. So. <clears throat> Uh, he had 14 total tackles, 7 solo, and 1 TFL. That's a tackle for a loss. Yes, I, I knew. Yeah. But thank you for clearing yeah. that up. <laughs> and the one thing I thought of when I was watching this game, reunited and it feels so good. Breeze and Thomas, I just love watching them together. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, Thomas would clearly be good with anybody. Yeah. I mean, I could throw to him and he'd be awesome. But Breeze makes everybody incredible, so you put them together. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's the best. That's awesome. It's the best. Yeah. Tennessee, Tampa Bay. Uh, so this had my all-time favorite play ever. Let's and hear it. it was the worst play in the history of plays. Did you watch this game? You know what I'm going to say? I mean, I watched as much as I could on Red <clears throat> Rashad Perryman. Goes in motion. <laughs> Jameis Winston hands the ball off to the rookie. I forget his name. Olawazali something. Dario Gowal. There you go. So not going to work here anymore. So Perriman's going in motion. Oh! Jameis hands the ball off. Perriman tackles Olawazali. Yeah, he ran right into him. It was amazing. That was the worst play I've ever seen in the history of football. Yeah, that was that was brutal for sure. And just a bit, I I didn't like this game at all. Uh, Tennessee got the win. Tampa Bay, they're horrible. Um, I mean, Jameis put up good numbers yeah. fantasy-wise, yep. but it was embarrassing to get there. Yeah. Jones and Barber were both mm. black. Um, they really should have traded for Kenny and Drake, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Um, Evans was huge. Mm. Godwin had a way off week. Yep. But I won everywhere I had him, so like I'd rather he had his off week when my other guys were True. performing. Tannehill, three TDs. So that was good. And Janu, you know, he had a good matchup. Mm-hmm. And I put him in in a couple sleeper leagues where I didn't have better options. And he was 6 for 78 and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, it was it was good. You know, Titans, uh, the Titans guys that should have gone uh, went. Not Corey Davis, of course, because right. he's terrible. Yeah. But the other guys, yes. So it was definitely an interesting game. I have one more IDP alert. Oh, IDP alert! If anybody had Logan Ryan win an IDP, you probably won. You ready for this? Eight tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss, two pass defense, two quarterback hits, and an interception to seal the game. Well, that sounds like a lot of stats, Dave. Yeah. He done well. You know, I love IDP. Mm -hmm. 
I'm, I love it more and more and more. And with my rework of my Westeros roster with my defense this year, I love it even more. It's it's so great. I love, oh, I love it. I love it. I feel I feel like I'm discovering players that I didn't even, you know, eh, you know. All right, we're going on to Broncos Colts after a short break. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No All right, Dave, let's go on to Broncos Colts. So this was a low-scoring, pathetic, annoying game, in my humble opinion. Uh, Lindsey and Freeman were pretty consistent. Yep. Same amount of carries almost. Freeman got the touchdown, but who who knows what, what happened there. <laughs> we got stuff flying through the air. Um Fant had five catches, so that was something, although sure. he really seems like he's kind of spazzy when he goes to catch the ball. Like, I'm a little worried about him long-term, but we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Sutton had 72, three catches. <clears throat> Brissett really just managed the game for the Colts. I mean, Mack had 19 for 76 and a touchdown. Brissett just, you know, he had 200-some yards. He had some rushing yards, but he really just <clears throat> spread it out to everybody. Doyle, Hilton... <laughs> Neiman Hines and uh, Eric Ebron just really had kind of all an equal amount. It was yeah. very consistent, and it was a 15-13 game for the Colts. It was it was boring, let's be honest. So there was one play that got me off the couch in this game. Let's hear it. Very end of the game, um, Colts are down. They're way back in Denver's, or in way back in their own end of the field, right? Mm-hmm. Brissett evades a sack almost in the end zone, rolls out, finds T.Y. Hilton on the sideline okay. for a toe-tapping 40-yard catch. Yeah, that was a toe-tapper. Oh, my God. That was and a toe-tapper. That, so that actually was the impetus for them to win that game. Hmm. And then the Aegis Wonder, the league's leading scorer, Vinatieri, went ahead and hit that uh, game-winning field goal. 51 yarder with 20 seconds left and uh that that play was a, a lot of fun to watch yeah it was a big one and then my favorite moment from this game outside of that was <laughs> the press conference after when flacco threw everybody under the bus he's like i don't know what's going on with his offense we don't want to win and weird he's he's not playing next week he looks completely uninterested well, it's because he's got a broken neck and as soon as yeah well <clears throat> maybe if his head wasn't the size of you know Colorado, maybe then his head would, you know, maybe his neck would hurt. Are you saying he's got a mile high head? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's what I said, Dave. Um, yeah, absolutely. Panthers, 49ers. So Kyle Allen, three picks. CMC did his normal CMC thing 14 for 117, one, four catches for 38. Samuel was okay, four for 46. DJ was okay, five for 38. But Tevin Coleman. I think we'll be getting to him later, talking about one of our leagues. Okay. So we had a big moment with him, but 11 for 105 and 3 and 2 for 13 and another touchdown via the air? He touched the ball 13 times this game. Which isn't, I mean, that... I had a a little... 
to do all that damage with yeah. only 13 touches, it's that's a great game. I mean, that makes me nervous moving forward, honestly. Because yeah. mo- and Mostert had nine rushes for mm-hmm. 60 and a touchdown. Burita had 11 carries. Mm-hmm. So they were still spreading it out, as they always do. Coleman got the best of it. Yeah, it was crazy. I was watching the game, and Coleman would just break out these monster runs. Mm-hmm. And then Burita would get it and run right into the line and just get tackled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's weird. Like, yeah, it's weird. It's weird, and Breed is such a beast that you would be surprised mm-hmm. by that. Uh, Kittle, 6 for 86. Uh, Sanders, first game with the uh, 49ers, he had a touchdown. And then Debo had a rushing touchdown, he which did? was interesting. Yeah. But the Niners just destroyed the Panthers. And Bosa, we already talked about, he was a monster. Yeah. A monster. One of those interceptions. Um, God, the 49ers, just, they seem legit. I can't wait to watch them tomorrow night against the Cardinals. I mean, I'm excited about it. I'm going to be on a plane for about an hour okay. to Milwaukee. But uh, before and after in the airport, I'm pretty excited to watch a lot of some of that game. It's going to be crazy. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a bold prediction for this game tomorrow. Is it going to be Darius Slay three interceptions bold? No. Okay. Good thing you didn't bet me on that one. <laughs> You'd own my Jeep. The 49ers are going to play down to... The Cardinals and it's really? yeah, it's gonna be a messy game. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's my prediction. I think it's going to be seventy to zero. Not gonna 49ers. happen. 49ers. Not gonna happen. But that D is legit. It is. Um Yeah, it was they had two hundred and thirty two yards rushing combined as a team. They had seven sacks. They were four for five in the red zone. It's just so, and it was also National Tight End Day. Did you hear that? <laughs> I bet it was. So there was a Kittle bobblehead by the goalpost. <laughs> They're making a big play. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. All right, my Browns played against the Patriots. Now I was on the way back. I was watching this in the car on my phone, on the way back from uh, from Eau Claire for my nephew's birthday party, and. To only watch this game was pretty darn rough because the Patriots are so good and the Browns are so not. So Chubb was the entire offense, 20 for 131. Landry, who I acquired in the same deal as Coleman, we'll talk about it later, 5 for 65. That was fine. ODB was pathetic, 5 for 52. The Pats defense just continued to dominate. Michelle, 21 for 74. Meh. Rex was active. Rex Burkhead was active, so that was a, that was nice that Bert, that uh, Michelle got that many carries yeah. with Rex active at least. Uh, James White four for seventy five, so that's that's good production. In the passing game Edelman eight seventy eight and two. Yes. So there's your boy getting it done. <laughs> uh-huh. So, but this was basically the Browns doing Browns things and Patriots doing Patriots things. Speaking of Browns doing Brown things, they had. Three straight turnovers on three straight plays. Two of them were Chubb fumbles, right? Not just possessions. Plays. Three straight right. plays. Two were Chubb fumbles, and one was probably the ugliest interception I've ever seen. And I'm 38, and I've seen a, <laughs> I've seen a lot of interceptions. I don't know what the hell was going on or how... I was. I think it was going to Landry. I have no idea, but he was it a shovel pass. It was one of these meh things, and and somebody stepped right in front oh, of it. You yeah. didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. I remember hearing about it though. Google it. It's horrible. <laughs> it's worth googling. It's uh, worth a Google. Yeah. One okay. more. Uh, one more thing uh, on this one. Uh, a little bit of history for you. 
Okay. Okay, because I love Bill Belichick. Well documented. Love the Patriots. In 1991, Belichick was a coach for... I know. The Bronx. I know. I was nine. I and lived it. his first win was against the New England Patriots. Really? This weekend, he just won his 300th game against the Browns. Storybook. <laughs> Storybook. Wow. All right. Let's move All on. right. Raider, wanna, Raiders, Texas. I want to talk about Deshaun Watson and how much Do of it. a stud he is. Do it. Uh, Houston outlasted Oakland 27-24. Um, the play where he tossed the game-winning touchdown. Did you see this? Um, this, I think, was an afternoon game where I was driving, okay. so I don't so, think I saw it. let me break it down for you. Let's hear it. All right. So he evades one would-be sack, and he's rolling to his right. Okay? As he evades this tackle, the defender, somehow the foot comes up and smacks him in the face. So he takes a cleat to the eye. Okay? So as he's rolling right, he's got a hand. His left hand is up in his eye. Like, oh, my God, I just lost my eyeball. And then he throws a touchdown pass. So I did hear about this because the 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 for a foot to get into the face mask yes. was like the perfect storm, yeah. basically, right? Uh, and he was down for a little bit. Everybody held their breath. But then uh, he sat up and he was giggling and laughing at the training staff, so he knew he was okay. But... Um, it was one of the best plays I've seen all season. Basically, he threw the thing blind. Um, he finished with 279, three touchdowns. He ran for 46 yards. Um, Hyde, we had a Hyde sighting again, 83 yards rushing. Nuke, 11 for 109. Ugh, just so sexy. I'll take it. Um, the touchdowns, Fells. Yeah, um, Fells continues Fels, to produce. two touchdowns, and Duke! He had a nifty touchdown, too. Just reached on over there for the for the touchdown over the goal line. But, you know, Fells getting two touchdowns, all I can think about is Kahal Waring. Yeah. When he's back, yeah. that's going to be his deal because Fells is nothing special. No, he's a Kahale. jag. He's just a guy. He's, he's just a guy. Yeah. You, you like that phrase today. I do. Um, but Kale Waring is, you know, he's a, he's a physical beast, and yeah. so he should, when, he, when he's healthy, he should get some do you know, stuff. Do you know who's not just a guy? J.J. Watt. And he's out for the year. I know. May oh, he rest in peace. so sad. And he's gone out for the year, I feel like, a lot of times. Know. It's sad. Just imagine if he would have been healthy for his career, just the damage. Mm-hmm. but. Yeah, hopefully he's got a, a speedy recovery and he comes back better than ever. Yep, definitely. Oh, sad to see. Uh, Packers Chiefs. So the Packers running backs are the story of the day. Oh, man. Aaron Jones, 13 for 67, but 7 for 159 and 2 through the air. Williams, 7 for 22 and 1 touchdown on the ground. 3 for 14 and 1 touchdown through the air. Whew. We'll talk about that more later. Uh, Rogers three hundred five and three. Yeah. Um, he really needs Adams back. It's he, you know, he does not want to rely on the running backs that much. Mm-hmm. So Adams coming back will be huge. Um, you know, Matt Moore was okay, two sixty seven and two. Um, Damian Williams had a touchdown. That was fine. Um, McCoy nine for forty. That's meh. Um, Hill six for seventy six. You'll probably take that with Matt Moore starting a quarterback. Oh yeah. 
Kelsey and Hardman both had TDs. Mm-hmm. The fact the Packers only won thirty-one to twenty-four was pretty shocking yeah. because without Mahomes, this should have been a blowout, it's but true. it wasn't. Moore definitely held his own in this one. Yeah, he he did what he needed to do. Um, I'm hoping for Mahomes back this week, but I think it may be another week. Yeah, it, they have I, a week twelve bye, don't they? They do. So my thing. So they is, probably should push it. They're gonna hold them one more game because next week is against the Vikings. So you don't want them coming back with a, a recovering knee against that defense. True. Um, as much as I would love to see him back, because I I really want Mahomes to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, let's err on the side of caution in this one. Absolutely. And I, you know, to piggyback what you said, once Adams back. Um, these uh, running backs are not going to have all these catches. It's not going to happen. So I hope all the Jones and Williams owners are happy with all these receptions because it's not going to continue. Aaron um, Aaron Jones should still have a nice floor, though. I mean, he won't have the activity in the he's, in he's the past. He's never going to have a seven for one fifty nine in two game. Again. Well, no, of course not. No, but he's definitely startable as a as a running back too. Yeah, in my opinion. Dolphin Steelers last game of the week. You want to start? You want to take that guy? Uh, you know. Oh, what? The Dolphins Come were actually—they were up fourteen nothing. I know. Game. I was thinking to myself, "What are they doing? They on need the, to keep losing on the road." Mm-hmm. Wow, Fitz Magic. The Steelers um, fans were pissed too. They—they they really were. Um, so Rudolph finished the game with uh, two fifty-one, two touchdowns, interception. Connor had his first hundred-yard rushing game. Um, one forty-five and a touchdown. Although, on his very last play, he kind of injured his shoulder. It's come called something called the AC joint, the air conditioning joint. Kind of went out <laughs> on him. Uh, Juju and Deontay Johnson both had a touchdown. Juju had a pretty nice uh, catch there. I was gonna say the Deontay Johnson one down the sideline yeah. was pretty beast, they're, they're pretty beastly pretty too. Yeah. Yeah, I, you but know, but mostly Rudolph was really dropping it off short. I mean, it was a yeah. lot of dink and dunk stuff, a lot of short stuff to Connor. I mean, it was it was not a lot downfield. Yeah, but so, they took advantage when it was. And there were a lot of guys who uh, went with James Washington and they slept on Deontay Johnson. Uh, I'd rather have Deontay Johnson than James Washington, to be honest with you. Is yes. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to ask you already? Nope. Is James Washington a drop? Yes. It makes my heart sad. I know. Because Westeros is not the deepest, considering right. how many starting spots. But I feel like, you know, he's on my taxi technically, but that's yeah. also a spot I could be starting. I feel <clears throat> like I just have to drop him. Juju and Johnson, one stone. Yeah. That's uh, my expert opinion. Yeah, it's frustrating. Uh, but it fits magic. I mean, he had his usual fits magic game for one ninety and two touchdowns to go with two interceptions. Um, run game was garbage. Parker six of fifty nine and Williams four of forty two. But Hearns and Wilson had the receiving touchdowns. Hearns's touchdown was actually pretty monstrous yeah. too. He really carried multiple defenders with him. Yeah, so that was pretty big. Uh, so now they'll have Walton as their starter going forward there for the Finns. Okay. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, that will be interesting to see. I just, it just seems strange that they <clears throat> refuse to give Kenyon Drake, you know, a lot of carries, and yet here they are going to give Mark Walton a bunch of carries. But whatever. And the one thing with Drake now in Arizona is he does not have a lot of miles on him. 
So he's going to be fresh for Arizona. Right. But rough competition this week. And then if David Johnson's back, that's some competition. But if he's the only guy against some of their easier opponents, that would be good. But not this week. Not this week. I would not start <laughs> him against, uh, against the 49ers. That is the game's one-by-one Dave, yeah, would you com- like to go to our leagues? That completes the rundown. Can we start with mine? And yeah, we let's do it. and we should we should uh, we should try to make these quick because we're we're already an hour and fifteen in. I'm telling you, we had a lot to say. My brother listened. My brother said, you know, he my my brother, the one who claimed that he invented the handcuff, handcuff yeah. with Larry Johnson, yeah. and hasn't played fantasy football for a good ten he years. Retired, right? yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, he's he, we we had my nephew's his son's birthday on Sunday, and he says, yeah, you know, I listen to your podcast. I listen to I listen to a little bit of your podcast. I said, oh really? What would you think? He goes. Well, you know, it sounded a lot better than I thought it would. I mean, it sounded sounded semi-professional. I said, oh, good. He goes, but two hours? Yeah. I mean, that's a long time. I said, yeah, well, if you don't like football, then you're not going to want right. to listen to it. So uh, so let's go Let's go through these. We'll try to keep it moving. So Roman is the 12-team the PPR that I'm trying to repeat in. Right. I won this week. I'm 7-1. and one. I'm in first place. And the biggest thing for me this week was that with injuries to Kamara, for example, mm-hmm. I had to start both Packers running backs. I started both Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Turned out working out beautifully yeah, for me. Yeah, you skated by on that and one. And that, well, skated by. I mean, I won by 50 points. Let's <laughs> let's not say skated by. It was close. But, um, but uh, this coming week, you know, I'm without Michael Thomas, so that's pretty rough. So I'm going to have to start DK Metcalf. Yeah. But, you know, boy, I'm really liking his opportunities. And I think against Tampa Bay, he could get a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the question would be, you know, do I do I consider Amendola who I picked up because it is a PPR? I think I'll probably go with Metcalf because Metcalf is the guy who's been on my team, who yeah. I'm more comfortable with. If I put in Amendola and he has a loser game, I'm going to be real frustrated with myself. You're, you're cutting him. So... Um, yeah, I'm going to keep going. I had a nice conversation with Woody, who you made the trade with last week. Yeah. I said, I, I just couldn't help myself. I said, hey, so you're coming for me, huh? And he goes, well, yeah, somebody had to because yeah. you're, you know, I don't want to let you walk into it. That's and, true. And so he and I are fully preparing to meet in the playoffs slash championship. That's awesome. And we agreed that the the winner would buy the drinks and it's <laughs> going to be good because I've, I've known him since I was 15, yeah. since I moved to Minnesota. So, um Looking forward to it. How'd you do in Roman this week? I beat Kong. Okay. Uh, by twenty. Okay. Uh, of course, I had Evans with uh, forty-two, so that helped. That helps. Yeah. yeah, Evans. That's what he does. All or nothing. Um, I led pretty much the whole way. I am now in a four-way tie for seventh at three and five. Okay. So uh, there's three teams ahead of me at four and four. Are you hoping to make the playoffs? I mean, so it's interesting. If I can get a couple wins together, I can, you know, kind of charm my way into the playoffs. So this week, I just have to beat the defending champ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I play you? We're going against Oh, each other. boy. Yeah, so I got to get past you. Hopefully, I can skate by you. Hey, listen, you get to play me without <clears throat> Kamara and Thomas, so right. it could be worse. You're still projected to beat me by like 50, I think. So Listen, this, I mean, I keep telling, I mean, this is the team I'm proudest of. I've crafted a monster. So uh, if I could give we'll you some see. advice, put an Amendola. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it long and hard. All right, so let's talk about my baby. Emperor. Yep, I won. Ten-team standard. Ten-team standard. This is the one I need to repeat. 
Uh, I'm still chugging along. Uh, I won 102 to 74. Um, <laughs> if I uh, would have played anybody else, I would have lost in this. Uh, so really, it's it happens though. This you know? whole time, uh, it's really been about who I've played, uh, and and the scheduling gods have been with me yet again. So I'm six and two, still in second with points. Um, Stafford and C-Mac and Edelman carried me. Uh, they gave me 64 of my 102 points. Nice. Um, but I did start Edmonds, you know, hoping for a repeat of last week, and we know how that went. Yeah, I understand. And uh, I am hoping to get Adams back this week, and I do have a pretty favorable matchup. I'm projected to win by a couple, so it's another bye week um, with a lot of people out. So hoping for a 7-2 record after this week and uh, inching closer to the playoffs. All right. Yeah, I'm excited. Nice. Well, I uh, I moved. I won this week by twenty something points mm-hmm. against uh, Andrew, I think. Okay. And I went to five and three, so I'm in third place, tied for you know tied in right. third place, right. but with with points, I'm in third. Um, and for me, it was the New England defense with twenty something points, mm-hmm. and it was my QBs. It was uh, uh, Mason Rudolph and Rivers were really mm-hmm. uh, were re- no, Jameis Winston. Who did I start? Winston had the better game. I guess yeah. I could. I guess I could actually look at it. That yeah. would be something. That would be something. And that's the thing in this league. I have to keep. <laughs> Wait for it. I got to keep winning because you're right there. So. Oh, I'm on your heels. Yeah. So yeah. a loss by me and a win by you. I have won this league before. In case you've forgotten. You have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, sorry. It was Jameis Winston with 19. Yeah. And then Mason Rudolph was 16. Right. And then Saquon also had 19, which which helped. That helps. Um. I actually I benched Philip Rivers who had ten, so I made the right choices there. So it was my quarterbacks and my defense. Five and three, third place, chip in a chair. That's yeah. all I want. Yeah. I wanna I wanna just get in the playoffs and see what happens. Um because I'm definitely uh my my team I feel like it's solid. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh Laker League is our redraft. It's a it's one of our few redrafts. It's with my high school friends. Dave grandfathered in. Word. Um, I, I lost to Ryan this week. Okay. Um, to go to four and four, so I'm in seventh place out of ten teams. Not my proudest, you know. I basically benched all the wrong guys. Um, you know, I well, I just I just made I made poor choices is what it comes down to. So I, <clears throat> I played. Uh, pulling it up now. I, I played, um, you know, Robbie Anderson was weak. Basically I benched Devin Singletary. I should have played him instead of Ty Johnson. You know, those were guys I was on the fence about. I, Tyra Williams was back and I didn't start him and he was huge for me. That was dumb to not get him in there. You did have a big game. I would have played him in place of DD Westbrook who ended up with a zero. So that was just a, that's just a bummer. Yeah. Hindsight's Um, a mother though. Hindsight's, you know, 2020. I mean, Jamal Williams was great. Ryan Tannehill was great. Um, it was just, it was a frustrating, it was a frustrating week. Um, and so the other thing was that, uh, Ryan had, um, Aaron Jones. Okay. And so Aaron Jones had he had a couple points. Thirty eight points. So yeah. without Aaron Jones, I would have only lost by ten. So that would have made it a lot more even. Is what I tell myself moral, to feel better. Kind of moral. Weird, so moral I lost. Upgrade. I'm four and four. Ultimately, it is what it is. It's redraft. I try not to beat myself up. Yeah. The Mahomes injury killed me. How'd you do in? Uh, 
how'd you do in this league? I, I won again. Oh, good for you. Yep, it wasn't a great win, but, you know, a win is a win is a win is a win. That's what I hear. Um, so I'm sitting at 7-1. Uh, and one. I'm in first place. I have a, a two-game lead over the four teams at 5-3. and three. So it's uh, I'm sitting pretty good. Allen and Stafford got me 40 combined, 25 from C-Mac. So that's my pretty standard formula that's been working with me so far, my... My uh, quarterbacks, my running backs, but this week I'm going up against the uh, the Viking heavy team, who's also five and three. So if I lose, he gains a game, and uh, it should already be a close game anyways. So he's actually projected to win. So we'll see what happens. We're planning the weekend of my bachelor party. I'll let you know when that is decided. But if any of you talks about any of my losses during my bachelor party, you're going home. Well, there's going to be a talk about that. We're we're not going to. No, this is it's yeah. my weekend, and if you we're... talk about my losses, that's unacceptable. Yeah, I'll make sure that doesn't happen. Thank you, buddy. Yes, I'll Thank be you. the. That's your role, actually. Yeah, you're you're my you're my fantasy football I'll be the, bouncer. I'll be the bouncer. Okay. Okay, I appreciate like it. it. Yeah. Uh, Westeros is the IDP. 10 offensive starters, 10 defensive starters, 12 bench, 5 taxi squad. Not so it's, you know, not not super deep. Right. Um, oh, I love IDP. I just feel better and better about it every week. Ultimately, I played against Aaron Jones again, which could have been brutal. That could have made it a lot closer um, or could have made it a lot more brutal than it was but yeah. i won 298 to 255 against mitch and zach um ultimately chris carson was huge deandre hopkins michael thomas came through dj chark with a 20 pointer you know dj chark chark uh nick bosa with 33 that was the real monster performance but then you know devin bush with 12 schobert with 17 I mean, it was just a great all-around even performance. Um, Nick Bosa leading the way with 33. But, you know, if you're scoring 300 in this league, you're doing pretty well. It's true. So I'm 6-2. and two, I'm in second place. And then I was going to – I texted you on Sunday because I didn't even realize due to a stat correction – I won last week against Adam. Oh, good for you. Who is my fellow commissioner and – I lost to him by like three points, and then two defensive players had their stats corrected, ended up giving me the win. So Joel texts me and says, hey, what were the stat corrections that gave you the win? And I said, oh, <laughs> and then I checked, and sure enough, I actually had a win last week, which Attaboy. blew my mind. Attaboy. So that was that was a pretty that was a pretty great moment. Um because I definitely had thought that I had lost. So sure. I'm in second place, 6-2, and two, and I feel like my team is on fire. I hope that continues. Justine's in first place. Still. That can't continue. But, um, but I'm actually in some defensive trouble this coming week because um, Jesse Bates and Vaughn Bell and Marshawn Lattimore, Ooh. Dante Fowler, Ooh. and Aaron Donald oh. on my defense are all Boy. on by. All on by. That's a lot of defensive studs on by. So I'm trying to figure out uh, how to overcome it, in- including Michael Thomas. So if I can get a win this week, that would be massive. That'd be epic. Epic. Yeah. How'd you do in uh, How'd you do in Westeros? I lost by thirty to Adam. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I was happy to have Breeze back, but I did have Mahomes and Dak on a buy, 
Well, Mahomes is out, Dak on a bye. I had to resort to Matt Mort, quarterback. Okay. Um, he Basically, how it worked out is, you know, none of us really had crazy points. It's just that he had a little bit more points against me at each position. So, okay. So, you know, each position, yeah, just a little bit more. So that's what did it uh, all the way offense through defense. So now I'm in a six-way tie for sixth. Three and five. So that's hot. A loss next week could mean I'm in eleventh place, or a win I can stay in sixth. So okay. we'll see what happens. So I'm going against Crows. I got some buys to deal with. Uh, Crows is also one of the teams at three and five. So we'll see what happens. And speaking of three and five, I'm going against Kong, who's in tenth place at three and five. Mm-hmm. I'm projected to win by thirty, but <clears throat> I'm looking at his team. There's a lot of guys who could go off. It's yeah. it's a very uh, very wild card kind of a squad. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, we'll go off of our ESPN teams. Let's go to our. All right. Let's go to World Empire. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. So World Empire. This is the one where the worst team each year for the first ten years of the league is eliminated. So, so it's now I short long term guillotine. Yeah. I just want to specify. Uh, it's not the worst team with the worst record. There is a playoff. So it's not by record. There is a playoff. Excuse me? Yeah. It's in whatever. So it doesn't go by record. So the top teams go for the championship. So there's a consolation bracket? So how it works is the top teams go to play for the championship. Boy, I have no idea how this league works clearly. The bottom teams go for the play out. So if you lose... So listen... (sighs) Here, here's how it works. Listening's well, hard, Dave. Listen, so in the in the lower bracket, which you will probably be, <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite. So in the bracket I'll be in, if I win, I keep going, right? In your bracket, if you lose, you keep going. If you win, you're safe. If you keep losing, if you lose the very last game. So then you're gone. Okay, so this is interesting then because I I don't know how to feel about this because I made a trade. Yep. Okay, so I was 0 and 6. Yeah. And so I I thought to myself and I I think I said last week that I had posted I'm not trading anything that won't help me this year mm-hmm. because I am I'm I feel like I'm going to be eliminated. So why would I why would I trade away you know, I'm not trading for picks. That's stupid. Right. I need to trade for things that will help me survive this year. And so if so now I am one and seven. I won I won this week based on my trade I'll talk about in a second. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. One and seven, but the other team that was also bad one this week too so yes. now they're two and six is that fat bastard snorlax? yes snorlax <laughs> that's the one but what i think is interesting is that now if i had known that it was a playoff situation where it's basically a consolation and it wasn't just my record mm. i'm not sure i would have been so quick to make a trade i mean i probably still needed to yes you don't have to say it like that. I'm agreeing with you. You don't have to give me that look like my team's so embarrassing. I'm agreeing with you. But it's interesting because it's different than just my worst, just the worst team. So here was the trade I had to make. This is the league where I was shopping Odell Beckham and it just getting embarrassing 
garbage. And so he, I felt I got this offer and I felt like I had to do it. And here was the offer. I'd be giving up ODB, who's nothing right now. Mm-hmm. OJ Howard, who's nothing right now. 2020 first and second yeah. that mean nothing to me if I get eliminated. Right. I acquired Tevin Coleman. By the way, I wanted Montgomery and he switched to Coleman, which for this week is ironic, yeah. I think. Uh, Tevin Coleman, George Kittle, and Jarvis Landry. So I was close to top scorer this week. I think you may have outscored me, but I was close. Yeah. And I won this week because of this trade because Tevin Coleman went off. But I felt like I had to do it because I I need to I need pieces to survive, and Kittle and Coleman can do that for me. Now, what's frustrating is that if I'm eliminated, then if if I am eliminated, okay. If I'm eliminated, do those do my first and seconds disappear? Yes. Okay, so if I'm eliminated, he doesn't get those picks. Right. But if I survive, oh, that's right. If I survive and I'm the nineteenth team out of twenty, mm-hmm. then he gets the top pick and the twenty first pick in the draft. Or why well, I don't think it would be the. It would be depending on how you finish in the consolation bracket. But he's getting a ridiculously he's high first round pick. pick if I survive. Correct. If I don't survive, it's nothing for him. Right. See, and that was what really bugged me was that it feels like if I survive, he gets my top pick, and that's a bummer. But I had to do it to survive, so it's this it's this weird feeling I'm in right now. And you did get some pretty good pieces, though. I mean, let's be honest. Coleman looks great. Kittle. And I and I love Kittle. Kittle's I love solid. Kittle, but yeah. it's a, you don't have to start a tight end. It's, but and it's the best ball though. It's so the best ball. I mean, you have Landry. Yeah. So you have Landry can go off. True. He can get like ten catches. That's and, true. and you're good. Very true. Um, Very true. So that's where I'm at in the world league. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I maybe I have what it takes to survive. Maybe this will be the start of something special for you. We'll start see. of something new. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, if if Baker decides to get his head out of his, you know what, that would probably help me too. Sure. How's your world going? Uh, my world's going pretty great. Um, I won by six. So it was pretty close. I did have the highest score in this league. Okay. So the fun thing about this league is this commissioner is locked in, right? Right. He's got so many things going. He's got another league we're in. We'll talk about after this one. Yep. Um, one thing he has in this world league is he's got a, something called a Tiki Island. Right, we talked about this. You were voted off because you for no reason. For no reason. So the highest total points gets to vote somebody off, and I finally got that this week. Um, so I got to vote somebody off, and I'm really proud of my email. That <laughs> it I was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, so I voted off somebody called Cairo Mummies, and uh, basically I said that you know his favorite. Or he can, I'll vote him off the island so he can go enjoy Halloween dressed as a mummy. Oh, and by the way, he was my first loss, so I'm avenging that first loss. Because um, he beat me in week one. So that was a lot of fun. I made a, an Avengers reference, and it was great. <laughs> um, Daniel Jones and Cooper Cup, they uh, propelled me in this league. Uh, I also had Chubb, Metcalf, Renfro, and Williams. They got all 10-plus for me. Um, so I'm at 6-2, first in my division. And I've, the, I've got two guys below me that are 5-3. and three, So I'm hoping to kind of separate myself. So 
Uh, this is actually my first best ball league, and I'm I'm enjoying it. Okay, it's nice. Um, when I dropped, so you can only drop players. You can only make waiver wire adjustments if you have a an IR situation. That's not this one. No, that's vampire. Oh, because we're on vampire. You know what? Okay, because I'm looking at vampire early. Sorry. So let, why don't we just move on then? Let's do it. Uh, Vampire League, where uh, the vampire team, uh, as it wins throughout the year, can acquire a player from each team. So it's only one once to acquire Julio Jones. Yep. Uh, you and I played this week. You bested me. I did. And I I like my squad, but, you know, it is what it is. Yep. Um, what I was going to say <laughs> when I was confusing with the other league, I, I, was, pr- I was jumping ahead and looking at it Vampire when we were still talking about You're World. fine. Um, but you can only make waiver wire ads when you have an IR situation. So no adding any players unless you have a player to go out. Right. And so I lost carry on Johnson. So I got to go to the waiver wire and I ended up acquiring DJ Chark, which I thought was a huge ad, um, uh, for my, for my squad. So, so I'm looking at, uh. I mean, I, I really like my team. I mean, most weeks I'm starting Mahomes, Hyde, Michelle, Kenyon Drake, if if it works out, mm-hmm. Chark, Godwin, Hopkins, and then one of the Carolina Panthers guys, TJ Hawkinson. So I feel good about my team. You got the best of me this week. Um, how's your vampire team? I, I didn't lose the vampire, though. That's what matters. Right. Last week, I yeah. believe. And well, so... With this game, none of us really left any points on the bench. I mean, we started all the right people. Right. It's just that my guys outperformed you. Yep. Um, you had Shark and Hopkins that were solid. I had 12-plus from Wilson, Williams, Fournette, Edelman, and my kicker. So that propelled me. Um, I'm 5-4. and four. I'm tied for first in my division. Uh, but I am going up against a top team who's 8-1. and one. So we'll see what happens this week. Yeah, and I'm three and six, which mm. is tied for second to worst across divisions. There's a one and eight team. So that's probably the vampire. Skinwalkers? I think yeah, well if they're Are one they, and eight. Do they have a star? The star is the Is it? Yep, stars. Have, yeah, there's Julio, a star. Do they have Julio Jones in there? Yeah, there's a star next to that. Yep, there's a star next to him, so that makes sense. Okay. Um, so basically, it's, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. It's one of those things. It's just one of those things. Um, yeah, you know, Vampire is, I, I felt really good about my team after the draft, and it hasn't panned out, but I'm trying not to beat myself yeah. up. Uh, let's talk guillotine quick. So Do we have to? No, I know. You, you... Were you did not survive last week? We'll talk about it. Which is which is a bummer, and your team was so good, and you just you you missed out. And did, it is uh, what it is. Did Claire pick anybody up? So Claire is you know Claire's an interesting one. My my lovely fiance. So she, you know she she had no interest. Let's let's be honest. She had no interest in picking anybody up. She really. I kept saying. Text Dave, ask for advice because I'm still competing with you. I was waiting she for it. She didn't want to do it. She was like, eh, no, I've got it. 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 So she ended up getting, um, let's see. She did acquire, she acquired Mike Evans. 
Okay. So she had all of her money. Yeah. And so the next highest team was a hundred bucks. So she could have put in a hundred one yes. to get Mike Evans, who was the best option on on the team that that went out. And you know, she and I she and I talked through through it and we're just kind of I was giving her you know a minor amount of advice and I basically said you know the team that has a hundred bucks they are cruising their team was solid and so I said they're probably not going to spend anything because if they're smart they don't have to because their team's so good they have to save it because they can get anybody they want last few weeks and that makes a big difference So she decided to gamble, and she I think she went seventy bucks of her two hundred for Mike Evans, sure. and she got him, and she dropped even more. So that was huge. Um, so that was the first pickup she had she had made. Congratulations, Claire! What I a, know. Way big, to join in on the big fun. moment, right? Yeah. So I picked up. You ready for this? I picked up Carson Wentz for six bucks. Dropped Baker Mayfield. Sure. Because Baker is an embarrassment. Yeah. And this is redraft and it's survival and this, I can't trust him. In this format, he's definitely droppable. So I I have Danny Dimes and I've got Gardner Mustache and I added Carson Wentz to that stable and I figure I'll probably start Minshew and Wentz this week would be my guess. I sure. think, I can't remember who Danny, uh, uh, Danny Dimes plays, but um, that would be my guess. And then I got... Le'Veon Bell for 31 bucks, yeah. leaving me with, I think, 15, 16, 17 bucks, something like that. And my theory is he has cake matchups. He has Miami two of three weeks. That's going to be really big. I didn't necessarily want him, but I figured I had to, I had to do something. I had to do something. My team is not solid enough to sit tight. I had to do something and he was the next best player to Mike Evans, so I went for it. It was a move you made out of necessity. Out of necessity. Yes. And um honestly, like looking at my squad, do I think I'll make it at least as high as I did last year, which was 6? I think I probably will. We'll we'll see what happens. But, you know, any bad week can hurt you, which you found out. Yep. You found out. I found out. Let's go to Frozen. Let's talk about, which maybe you don't want to talk about that one either, huh? Why one? Yeah, <laughs> I know, just teasing you. Yeah. You said it was a rebuild. Um, do you want to start off with Frozen? Yeah. Okay. So we had a, a scheduling snafu. Sorry, on this one. Frozen. Super deep. It's Yeah, it's super deep. Super deep. So I think I made uh, a reference in this, on our last podcast, that I'm playing Mike again. You remember that? Yeah, and I said, huh, that's weird. weird. And I believe I said, what is Danny doing? Yeah. Right. So there's a team that's called Mike's Team. <laughs> that's Mike's Team. Right. And there's a team that's called Minor... <laughs> minor minor Victories. Minor Victories. That's Joey. He's off serving our country. May he, uh, so, may he go strongly or something. Yeah, so he mistook Mike for Minor Victories. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so... It's Fantrax's fault, though. Right, it's all fan tracks, yeah. (laughs) Silly fan tracks. So then I, you know, I thought I had the easy win against Mike. And then I come to find out that I'm playing Joey. And, oh no, I'm down going into Monday night. So he did get it switched, though. He got it switched. Okay. Yes. Which was right, even though it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Right. Well, I won, so it's fine. You you won it. Yeah. Sure. Um, So I had Preston Williams going on Monday night football. 
Okay. And uh, I ended up winning 211 to 201. Whew, that's close. He got me 12 points. Um, Preston Williams did? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. close. You know, you got the, the first downs and the PPR. Right. Uh, I did have Evans and Cup on my team. Generous scoring in Frozen. Yeah, right? very generous. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of high scores. Yep. Uh, so Evans and Cup carried me. Okay. Schaub and Stafford both got me 27. Um, I picked up Schaub in place of Ryan, so I, I was able to, to bid for him, which was good. Kind of lucked out there. Yeah, nobody yeah. had Schaub in the Super Deep League. <laughs> the only guy who would have is uh, Kurt. Kurt, yeah. Kurt believes it. Like, Kurt had Chad Henney behind Mahomes when he had oh, Mahomes. You know? But generally speaking, that's that's uh, deep is one thing, but, yeah. you know. So I'm now three and six with this team. Um, you know, I'm, I'm getting Kamara back in two weeks. So I'm now I'm torn because my guys are now performing. Do I, because, you know, I, I threw it out there that I was going to blow it up. So you're not accepting offers for Kamara then? No one's given me any offers except for Danny. Well, I'll give you something. Yeah, please. But I don't have any picks to go with you it, though. That's I want the problem. Picks. Yeah, so, you picks. so I'm torn. My team's winning now. I'll work on something. And, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But, uh, so three and six in Frozen. Super deep. I I won this week. Um, I won this week against... I'm drawing a blank on who I played this week. Some team. Hmm. Oh wait, I can check right now. Wait, we You know what we eight, should production wait. meeting. We should have some like tap dancing music when we're trying to find Found it. Uh playing against Andrew, I won two oh nine to one forty one. Okay. And my theme for this week was the twenty nines. Breeze came back, twenty nine point six five. Jameis, twenty nine point three five. M. T, 29.8. Oh, yes. oh, Julio, 29.2. I had a bunch of 29s. Hey, dude. Isn't that crazy? That's weird. Um, so I ended up winning with a bunch of 29s. Um, Juju with 22 on Monday night, which oh, was nice. Oh, it would have been great if you had 29. I know. Wouldn't that have been great? And then Carson had 21. Oh. But ultimately, I ended up beating Andrew to go to 7-2. and two. I'm in second place. Eric is also 7-2, and two, but I have... Okay, I have to look. Hold you on. could have had them get you 20 points each in a 20-point, and you still would have won. I'm 7-2. and two. Now, Danny is 8-1, and one, and of course he thinks he is. Okay, Danny's 8-1 and one with 17.74 for points. Yep. I have 18.10. So I've got, you know, 30-something more points than him. You do? Um, at 7-2. and two. Now, also, Eric is 7-2. and two. But he has fifteen hundred to my eighteen hundred, so I have three hundred more points than I'm, him. I'm so, three and six, and I have more points than he does. So here's what it comes down to: is isn't this weird? Kurt is six and three to my seven and two, but he only has eight less points than me overall. So Kurt and I are the real juggernauts here. Yeah. Um, but you know, Danny of course thinks his team is God's gift to life. Um. So I play Danny this coming week. That's massive because if I can hand him a loss, we're both at eight and two, but he'll have less points in theory, which means that I would be 
in first place. There it is. And I would really like to win this league two years in a row. It's not Empire. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I really, like this league for some reason, it's the fact it's the only really deep one that I'm in. So you feel such an ownership because there is not the waiver wire pickups and drops that you've got other places. True. So it just feels special to me. Sure. All right, I have um, I have two. Uh, I think that's all of our leagues to go to. Do that's, you ha- do you have a, do you have leagues without me that you wanted to get into? Uh, just that I in all the leagues that I have that are redraft that are money leagues that I'm in not with you. I am either in first, second, third, or fourth. Okay. So I'm in the playoff hunt in all of them. Okay. I'm in first and two for sure. Okay. And those are the two I really want to win. One's with old coworkers and one's my neighborhood league. So, yeah, pretty much every redraft league, including Laker League, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so here's the last two things I wanted to talk about. And, and maybe one can be a teaser for next week. Um, it depends because I'm looking at the time. Can we get through this in 12 minutes? Is I'm, my question. Can you get through? It so in well, that's my, that's the question. So I have a trade. I have a trade veto situation in in a sleeper league. These always get so dicey. They get real. It got sleazy real fast. Ugh. And so I wanted to talk about it, and I've got some new guys that said they'd listen to my podcast that were like, "Oh, are you going to talk about this situation?" Then I want to hear about it. Hey guys. <laughs> hey guys. Um, so here's the uh, so 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 here's the situation. So this is a sixteen team PPR league, not superflex, but sixteen team. Gotcha. And that's important for what we're getting to. This is a free league. Keep that in mind. Thank God, <laughs> because it's pretty much dying. But here was the situation. There was a new owner in the league who wanted Kyler Murray from me. I have a you know it's a sixteen team league. I have Mahomes, and I have um, <laughs> okay. I have Mahomes. I have Tom Brady, and I have Josh Rosen. And then I picked up Kyler Murray because he lasted to the end of the first round in the rookie draft. Yeah. So Kyler Murray was on my taxi squad, and then I ended up starting him when I had to because obviously with Mahomes out, that affected things. Sure. So. This guy comes to me and he wants Kyler Murray. He admits he's a new owner to Dynasty, doesn't really know what he's doing, but it's a free league, so it's a good place to do that, you know. And so we're having some conversations back and forth. But to be brand new and go right to a 16-team? Well, right. But it's free, so why not? Go for it. Whatever. We jumped into stuff before we were probably ready and we did it. 16 teams isn't really standard for someone being new. I get it. But I digress. You digress. Now we're down to 11 and a half minutes. It's fine. We'll do a final section if we need to. So he has four total first rounders in 2020. Okay. And this is a team he took over. So the guy had already done started a fire sale. He kept offering me one to two of those firsts, but not the ones that were going to be the highest picks. So the picks from the best teams. And then he was offering me Pascal. Or Marvin Jones or Greg Olson. Like, guys I don't care about at Cabbage. all. And I just kept saying, these don't work for me. And I said, here's what it's going to take to get Kyler Murray. I said, it's going to take two firsts that are the best two firsts, meaning his and the other guy that's like two and five. 
and I want McLaurin. Now, he said that McLaurin's off the table. He loves McLaurin. He loves McLaurin. Sure. I, he said, can you work out something without McLaurin? I look at his team. I said, listen, I can't do it without McLaurin because I don't see any other pieces on your team that I like. It's, there just isn't anything else that I want. So we're having that conversation. Then I see a trade is accepted. And it is he gave up three of his first rounders for Nick Foles. Jesus Christ. And chaos erupts. So wait, it's not a super flex? It's not super flex. But it's 16 team. So what I'll say is, you know, in a 16 in a 16 teamer, quarterbacks do have more value because True. 16 everybody if everybody has two of the starters That's in the league, 32, but yeah. You know, so so they are more valuable than in a 12 team. That's what I'll that's what I'll say. We'll get to that. So chaos erupts, right? And people freak out and they're saying this and this and, the, and the, the commissioner is freaking out. This is the this is this, this is this, this is this. Yeah. And his friend is saying this, this, and this. And me and a couple other guys are saying, listen, yeah, it's bad, but I don't support vetoing a trade. Right. Unless it's flat-out collusion. Yeah. Like, I try to find that. You know, I try to basically say, like, come on. Ultimately, the commissioner decides to veto this trade without any vote of any kind. He says, for the good of the league, this is not a trade that can stand. He changes it. Wow. Now, I will say the guy who had the the three first, who admittedly was new, he said in the midst of this conversation, yes, veto it. I don't know what I'm doing. Please help me. Okay, that doesn't look bad. That doesn't look good. That doesn't look good. So now that trade has been vetoed. He's back to his four firsts. He still doesn't have a quarterback. He has Goff, who's on bye this week, and he has Big Ben, who's on IR. Those are his two quarterbacks. Okay. So basically, he has no one to start this week. Right. So he and I go back to talking, and he continues to try to say, how about this first? How about this first? How about Pascal? How about Marvin Jones? And I said... I told you what's going to work because I don't need to trade Kyler Murray. Like I'm not going to trade him if I don't have to. I don't feel any pressure to trade him. Right. I was four and three, five and two, something like that in this league. And his value is only going to get bigger. Right. Yeah, exactly. For anybody who's reasonable about how valuable quarterbacks are in a deep league or super flex. So he goes, well, propose me a deal for Kyler Murray and I'll look at it. So I propose the two worst, you know, best picks of his first, potentially McLaurin. best, yeah. and McLaurin for Kyler. And I said, I'll throw you Antonio Callaway, who is not a nothing piece. True. He accepts it. Chaos ensues again. The commissioner and his buddy are going on and on and on about how this is just as garbage of a trade as the previous deal. Same as three first for Nick Foles. They're talking about how this isn't super flex. Quarterbacks have no value. They're talking about this. They're talking about that. He ends up reversing it, which I only found out because the guy offered me another trade. And I go, wait a minute, another trade? And I go and look, the commissioner reversed it without a vote. Jesus. And we start to get into this debate back and forth. And we're t- it's just like... So how many quarterbacks am I allowed to have? Am I allowed to have three quarterbacks? Is that too many? What can I trade a quarterback for? Can, is two, two, 
Two firsts is too much? Yeah. Okay, what if it's just McLaurin? Is that okay? What if it's McLaurin and a first? Is that okay? It was the other first. Because this commissioner is deciding he decides the values for all the players. Which shouldn't happen at which all. Which should not happen at all. No. I'm not crazy then, right? Well, I'm staying away from sleeper. Jesus. I'm I know. In, it's I'm crazy, in, right? I'm in one sleeper league, but that... Went from ESPN to sleeper. So, so this I, is, I mean, this is a couple situations now I've talked to about tonight. One guy harassing me, calling me names for no reason yeah. where I had to block him. This guy who is deciding he's going to take it upon himself to basically tell this guy. Because the guy said to me later, he starts to offer me other, he starts to offer me other trades. Like, okay, how about a second McLaurin? I'm like, I'm not accepting a second McLaurin. And I'm sorry, that's nothing to do with you. The commissioner has decided that yeah. the price you would accept is not acceptable. And so, you know, I basically said, listen, this guy said to me, Kyler is his favorite player. He wants Kyler. You're telling him he can't acquire Kyler right. Murray because you won't let him offer any more than your evaluation of Kyler Murray, which is whatever. Yeah. This guy also said in the midst of this conversation that Mahomes isn't even worth that much. And the two firsts for Mahomes would be too much. Is there a way you guys can vote off a commissioner? Is that possible? Well, right. So then all of a sudden, so again, it's the commissioner and this one other guy are going off, going off, going off. And then one other guy starts to defend me. And then these other guys start saying, you know what, commissioner, I need to be removed from this league. This is too much. Wow. This is not worth doing. Multiple guys said, please remove me, please remove me, please remove me. This commissioner was the worst thing I've ever seen. And it was really sad because it was a free league. It was a deep league. It was a league that was going well. And then by micromanaging trades, he absolutely torpedoed it. Yep. And I I couldn't believe it, to be honest. Yeah. So it ended with I'm still in it, and he and I made a trade that was a first and a second McLaurin. Like I worked something out because at this point I just wanted him to have McLaurin, mm. and I tried to I I wanted to like I wanted to like oh I'm gonna drop Mahomes and see what happens you know just to mess with the league <laughs> because it's a free league anyway and I couldn't bring myself to do it but it was it was bad. So there's some commissioner stuff that's that's pretty rough. That was a that was a fun one. Yeah. Um, Dave. Ralph, I think we're getting to the end here, huh? I'd say so. Okay. Yeah. It's uh it's getting late. So so here's what I would say. I think for the end of this what I'm going to tease for next week is I took over an orphan today. And what I want to know from you next week, we'll tease it right now is if you're going to how many have you taken over a lot of orphans? I have. Okay. Yes. So I want to know what you look for in an orphan in sure. order to take it over. Yeah. And then initially, what's your strategy for an orphan? Because I have one I took over today, and I hope by next week I'll have made some trades yeah. to get that orphan going. So I want to talk to you about that. So we'll have that kind of uh, as a lead up for next week. I like it. Um, but with that, week eight. eight and episode nine. Yeah. Dunzo. Dunzo in the books. And starting tomorrow, I know I'll be watching it in the hotel, or in hotel, in the air, uh, airport. Yeah. I'll be watching it tomorrow, and we're going to see how it goes, but I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Kenyon Drake. Yep. As a, as a cardinal. We got some, we got some fun stuff going on. So. And you get to see Baby Bosa. Baby Bosa. Baby Bear. 
Dave. Ralph. Trips right with Ralph and Dave. Oh, it was epic. I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. And uh, we will see you next week. Keep lifting. Keep Keep lifting. Keep listening. You know what? I'm done. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Spread the word. Great job, sir. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you later.